Anticipating large amounts of cash in his pockets, 16-year-old Frank Collada was ready for his first foray into major crime. He was about to become an armed robber. However, along with the potential rewards, there were also great risks. In the Chicago of that day, it wasn't unusual to encounter a pedestrian, tavern patron, homeowner, or store cashier who was armed and wouldn't surrender his money without a fight. If caught by the police, the criminal penalties for a robber were much more severe than pilfering from the paperboy's money bag. Those concerns didn't deter Frank, though. He contacted Crazy Bob Sprodak about a week after giving up his newspaper stand job and told him he was ready for action. The two decided they would stick up a saloon that same night. But as the score went down, Frank was haunted by an old nemesis. Sprodak assured Frank that all they needed for the job were gloves to avoid leaving any prints, a hot car, and guns. Getting the gloves and car were no problem, and Bob said he'd supply the guns. Neither man had his picture on file anywhere. Bob was clean, and Frank's priors were all juvenile, so they wouldn't cause him any grief. He was feeling pretty good about things until he thought about his glasses. His mother always told him that he should be a good boy because wearing glasses made him stand out in a crowd and people would remember him if he acted up. With that warning in mind, when Frank went to rob the tavern that night, he didn't wear his specs. He never considered that the bar might not be adequately lit. Frank and Crazy Bob charged into the tavern. Bob yelled, "'Everybody, put your hands up and behave!' For emphasis, he let loose with a blast from his sawed-off shotgun. The pellets scattered several of the whiskey bottles behind the bar, creating a shower of broken glass and booze. Having everyone's attention, Bob ordered them to the floor. Frank was positioned by the door to prevent anyone from running out. He watched as the bartender and patrons obeyed Bob's instructions and went to the floor. But one obstinate man just stood there. Frank yelled for him to get down, but he wouldn't budge. "'What's the problem?' Bob wanted to know. Frank started toward the stubborn patron as he answered, This bastard won't do what he's told, but he's going down now, one way or another. A few steps closer, Frank realized the guy who wouldn't follow his orders wasn't a person at all. It was actually a coat rack. With hats and coats on it through his bad eyes, it had looked like a person. Embarrassed, he hit the coat rack and knocked it over. As the robbers ran out of the building with their loot, the sound of Crazy Bob's laughter was ringing in Frank's ears. Although Frank's first armed robbery had been successful, he was concerned that if word got out about the coat rack, he would never live it down. "'You've got to promise you'll never tell anybody about that goddamn coat rack,' Frank insisted as they drove away from the scene of the crime. "'Promise?' Crazy Bob chuckled, then turned serious. "'Sure, Frankie. Your secret's safe with me.' Then he laughed again. Just make sure that if you ever decide to do any shooting on one of these jobs, you know where in the hell I am before you pull the trigger. Frank continued to shun wearing his glasses on scores, but from then on he didn't go inside on tavern robberies unless he was sure the place was well lit. Chicago had a lot of bars, and the pair started robbing two or three joints a night. It was exciting, and they were making money, but Frank knew it was a dangerous occupation. He was sure it was just a matter of time until they ran into an armed bartender or customer. On top of that, Bob was getting more trigger-happy, shooting up the places. He figured he'd better get away from Crazy Bob before something really bad happened. After Frank quit doing armed robberies with Sprodak, he started pulling tavern jobs with another friend. 
It wasn't long before he'd put together a four-man crew. Following in his father's footsteps, Frank became the wheelman on these robberies. He did all the driving while the rest of his gang ran into the saloons hollering like a bunch of cowboys. Even so, they were becoming more professional about it, wearing gloves and masks to protect their identities. Frank's concern about armed patrons turned out to be well-founded during a tavern robbery in Cicero. This was one of several Chicago suburbs that were heavily mob-connected. Independent thieves had to be careful pulling jobs in such areas because outfit guys might be running or hanging out in the targeted establishment. Robbing connected businesses or individuals could be dangerous on the spot or have repercussions later on. Or both. On that night, Frank manned the work car while his crew entered the tavern to pull the job. They were only inside a few seconds when the sound of gunfire shattered the night. The door to the bar flew open and the robbers came running out to the getaway car.